0: Hey guys, I'm here on YouTube, and once I convert this to MP3 on my uh, podcast, Across the Boards, uh, this is going to be a special edition of Topics on My Mind for today, the 25th of March, 2020. And what I mean by that is I will be doing several individual videos, releasing them individually, and then, of course, bringing them all together as one big video, so you guys... Podcast, I should say, video podcast, audio podcast, whatever, uh, so you guys can have a choice of watching them indivi- watching them individually on YouTube or listening to watching and listening to it as a whole on YouTube and through the various podcast locations. Uh, but I thought I'd just let you know that because of what the situation going on right now, I have family home, so it's kind of hard to do a live stream of topics on my mind and without probably being interrupted and all that. So. Uh, just thought I'd let you guys know about that, so enjoy the topics on my mind, and again, they will be individually r- uploaded and then edited together as one, so you guys can watch and listen to the whole one, the edited one together, which will be a long one, you'll be able to watch and listen to on YouTube and various podcast locations, but the other ones will be individual that you can watch on YouTube. So, just thought i let you guys know about that, as well as if you notice a difference in video texture like lighting and sound I'll be going from this camera to mostly my phone's camera and that'll be the reason because I will have to recharge the battery on this one um, you know while I'm using the other one so just i will let you guys know about that and that's about it so guys enjoy and see you later hey guys I wanted to come on here uncut unscripted on the fly and talk about something that was announced in the past 24 to 48 hours by our President concerning this situation that we're in right now. Now, we all know that he made the announcement several weeks ago to do the 15 days to slow the spread deal. Hashtag 15 days to slow the spread. Well, recently, in the past 24 to 48 hours, he made the announcement that not only does he acknowledge that we're coming up on the deadline, which is next week, But he also made an announcement that's gotten a lot of mixed reactions by a lot of people. And that is the fact that he wants this country up and running, once again, economically and stuff, by Easter. By Easter Sunday, the week of Easter, however you read into it, or whatever you want to believe, the media is spouting out and all that. He's basically saying, look, I want things up and going by that time frame. Now... One thing I don't think he says is um, that he doesn't acknowledge is he doesn't want everything up and going, like all at once. No, I think what he's trying to say is he wants a slow progression back to normalcy, because I think he realizes that we're going into the warmer weather seasons. He's not going to say that. That's something we can all see. And if we listen to what doctors and experts and all that are saying, a lot of them have concluded that warm weather, warm environments, heart environments of whatever kind, weather, liquids, heaters, you name it, they are essential to combating this uh, this situation. And basically, it's because this situation doesn't like heat of any kind. So anyway, long story short, I think Trump acknowledges that we're heading into that time of year to where that's going to be essential. Now, the reason I say this is met, uh, met with mixed reactions is because, obviously, you have Dr. Fauci, who is one of the leads of Trump's uh, medical uh, administration or whatever, something like that. One of the people he leans into or relies on. And, obviously, you could tell that they don't always agree on stuff or see the eye to eye. Um, uh, like I said, what was I trying to say? Um yeah, you know, people like, like Fauci and a few others, you, you can tell they're not like in agreement with what he's saying. They're trying to say, look, it's going to take longer than that. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And what's interesting is now, if Trump doesn't change his tune in the next day or so and say, you know what, I've kind of reconsidered what I am saying. It's going to take longer, but I want to make an exception because I think that's what he'll do. I think he'll make the exception of come Easter, yeah, you can get back together for that one day, and then you've got to heed to your state's orders to kind of slow the virus. So I think that's what Trump may essentially come out and say, that, yeah, he wants things up and going by Easter, but after reconsideration, he'll make Easter that one exception and then kind of go back to what we're doing. Um, he did acknowledge that within the next uh, week or so, after this two-week situation— that if they do need more time, they will probably give more time. Um, but a lot of people pointed out there are many states in uh, in the country that you know they may have you know the situation among them, but not but they're not reporting a lot of cases. And if they are, it's just like one or two a day. So I think that's what he's trying to look at. He's trying to look at the positives outweighing the negatives. Now, on top of that, of course, you have some of the government officials, mostly governors of the state, that see otherwise. You know, like here in California, you have Governor Newsom that basically came out today or yesterday and said it's going to be pivotal that the next six to eight weeks is going to be pivotal in what, we, in what the decisions are. And a lot of people are not happy about that. Some are, some are not. And it's like, really? Six to eight weeks, maybe six to 12 weeks? Are you out of your mind? That's, that's not going to work. Now, some may say that Newson is also looking at the warmer weather situation as well. Like, hey, look, if you look at the next 6 to 12 weeks, what are we going to get? What are we heading into? That's going to help. That's why I want to wait and hold off. And it gives more time for a lot of stuff to come in. I get that. But then you also have people that, you know, come on to places like YouTube and have their shows where they kind of talk about things the media and others don't talk about. And that's what's really the purpose. That's what's really the agenda And some might say, oh, the reason Newsom wants to hold off, maybe, or say the next six to eight weeks is pivotal, or six to 12 weeks is pivotal, is he's hoping for more cases to pop up and all that. So it makes, you know, Trump look bad. Because a lot of people are still pointing out, a lot of people, I should say, are still looking at the fact that the reason... The reason a lot of people don't know what's going on or don't know what to believe is because you have one side, the Trump administration, and Trump himself saying, hey, look, this is what's going on. We're making great progress and all that. And then you have uh, people on the other side, some that are within the Trump administration and some Democrats and all that, like Pelosi and others, that are making it sound worse, worse or sounding indifferent. You got things like the New York Post, you got this, you got that, that are basically mixing up a lot of words and nobody knows what to believe. But the question is, though, will the country be ready to go or at least sort of in, be in a restart, a, a retcon stage by Easter, as I put it, um, like Trump wants it to be? And I would I would say parts of it. I'm going to be honest. I think parts of the country, maybe even parts of bigger infected areas, will be ready to restart ready to retcon reboot if you will and try to get life back to normal that's what i'm thinking there will be some states and some parts of the larger infected area states that will be ready to go uh but in reality i think we're looking at in my opinion because of the warm weather being a a factor being a positive factor i think we're looking at more along the lines of late april and through may that's what i'm looking at I'm looking through late April, mid to late April through May. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking basically maybe at a week afterwards, not, you know, the week of Easter, but maybe a week or two afterwards going into May. And then May will basically be the the month that, in my opinion, by the grace of God, is going to set the tone of uh, the defeat of this situation. So, But, you know, again, will we be all ready to go? Um, I, again, like I said, I think some parts of the country and some small pivotal portions of the more infected states are going to be ready to go, but not everybody. And I believe, honestly, we're looking at a mid to late April throughout May um, realistic target for everything to start getting back into normalcy, or at least trying to. Uh, because, again, you got to look at a lot of the dates that some companies are giving, like, bonuses or extra money to the employees and associates for. It's running up to about June. So, I think everybody's looking at that warm weather situation as being, you know, like the fighting, the positive outcome we need or the positive factor we need in this. Now, could Trump override some of the the governors that want to wait an additional six to eight weeks or additional four weeks Four or six weeks after, you know, the 1st of April or after Easter? I think, honestly, yeah. Because, you know, you can go on the internet, you can read all about, you know, how this works and that works from a political standpoint. But you're not going to know everything. You're not going to read about everything. Because there are times when things happen that, from a political standpoint, things just, all of a sudden the solution just comes out of nowhere. And you're like, well, where did this come from? I've never heard about it. And then you find out, oh, it's just something that they keep hidden, they keep secret, and only pull out once in a while when necessary. So I think Trump honestly could, in my opinion, override the government, all the state governors, and say, hey, I want it done by Easter. I want it open by Easter. That's what's going to happen, and I'm going to override you. And he'll find a way to do it. There's something, there's there's some kind of, uh, um, I, I don't know what it is, some kind of law, secret law or something like that that we don't know about secret kind of like last resort kind of thing that it you know presidents have have in the possession i think that they'll be able to that they learn about they find out about that they can use if necessary but they don't let the, don't let get out to the public so i think honestly yeah i think trump will use some kind of hidden agenda or hidden uh means that we don't know about political wise to override the governors and say hey you're gonna do it i'm gonna make you do it so that's just my opinion, but again, overall, I would say, again, will, we, will this country be ready by Easter? I'd say parts of the country, and I'd say small, pivotal parts of the more infected states will be ready. Not everybody, because I think we're looking more at a mid-to-late April-throughout-May situation. So, But let me know what you guys think, though. Down below, comment if you like, and I'm out. hey guys what's up yeah this part i'm doing with my phone so i do apologize for the like i said at the beginning of the topics on my mind and um if you're watching this as a whole um i do apologize for the difference in sound and in picture while i also check uh, something right here okay just making sure sorry for moving the camera but there, there we go yeah, I want to um, come on here and and kind of give my thoughts once again on something that um, I, I talked about during my lunch hour, basically back on the 18th of this month, basically seven days ago, about a week ago. I talked about this, um, and it's basically due to the fact that Universal, uh, believe it or not, will be releasing a lot of the movies, mostly Trolls World Tour, which is Trolls 2, the success to the 2016-2017 film. And, um, yeah, you know, I went on and I asked, uh, I super chatted a question to John Campa during the John Campa show this past uh, week, and I asked him what his thoughts were on it, and I basically... I had to correct myself because I had to do like two separate ones the second one I had to correct myself on because he didn't know what I was talking about with the first one but the second one I basically correct I told him I basically with the second one I said you know I apologize for not you know uh, sounding correct in what I was saying but I basically told John I basically asked him do you see this being a new trend and he said no You know, what's going on right now, which is true, this whole situation we're in is not something that you could just, you know, utilize as creating a new trend for something. Because this is, because what's going on right now with Universal doing what they're doing with Trolls 2 and a few of their other movies upcoming is not something that any uh, movie studio should be doing, especially if it's violating or going against the partnership that you have with the uh, people at NATO, and again, as he put it, it's not the same kind of NATO that you think of military-wise and all that, but basically the NATO associated with movie theaters and owners and stuff like that, and uh, mostly theaters, uh, the people in charge, the head person in charge there, uh, they're not too thrilled, they're not too happy with Universal and what they're doing, And basically have vowed that they will not forget Universal turning their back on them or going against them or rebelling against them and doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Because what they're saying is Universal is basically coming out and saying, hey, you know, Trolls World Tour, a.k.a. Trolls 2. Yeah, we're going to release that not just uh, in theaters, but simultaneously on the home video. And um, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing, um, they all write in one area. Universal is lying, but partially. You see, what I mean by partially is the fact that, um, Universal didn't know, like any movie studio didn't know that theaters were going to have to close down for 6 to 12 weeks. They didn't know that. They didn't know that when they made that decision. Yeah, they let. Yeah, they probably made the mistake of not letting anybody know ahead of time of what they were going to do. Ooh, instead of like a half hour beforehand, but still, Universal, along with any other major movie studio out there, didn't know theaters were going to close up for as long as they are. And yet, you know, here we are. You know, and and I heard what John Campus said when uh, said to, said in response to my question and a few others. Uh, he, in his opinion, he you know he doesn't look at Trolls 2 Trolls World Tour, if you will, as as being a, a profitable gain for for um, Universal. That he basically feels like a lot of people have commented about this uh, through various comments on the video on uh, on his video talking about this, as well as um, you know elsewhere that universal is probably looking at trolls too and being like yeah this is more for a video kind of direct release than anything else and i don't think and honestly i can't say that's true or not but if you're putting so much investment and uh, promotion into this that you know you're just doing it for you're just doing it to now you're just going to treat it like something you meant to go to direct video I don't think that's the case. I think, honestly, uh, Trolls 2 was meant to be the success Universal was hoping it would be theatrically. But, unfortunately, now that's not going to happen. And, you know, the one thing that's pointed out is the reason, you know, the movie, the the reason this organization, the NATO, if you will, of movie theaters, owners and, and stuff, Are Okay, with other movies getting a similar treatment is because they at least had time even if it was a week They at least had a a week's run uh, In theaters at least they abided by what was necessary Um, You know everybody points out that what Warner Brothers and Disney are doing is something that Universal should be doing but yet you know you have rumors going around that Disney may consider putting Black Widow on Disney Plus you know and going that route as well because you know they don't know when they're going to be able to get it out um, there's stuff like that going around heck even people are pointing out that you know Warner Brothers even though they've pretty much come out and said that you know Wonder Woman 84 is going to be in August now that all the other movies they have yet to give a uh, a date to like Scoob they might they might go the direction of universal but maybe they're going to wait till June or July for that The the point that I'm getting at is, you know, here, here's my opinion on it. The point that I want to get at is this: was Universal wrong? Was Universal Studios wrong in not letting um, the not letting NATO, the the people in charge of all the movie theaters, the National Association of Theaters, theater owners? um were they wrong in not letting them know at the appropriate at the appropriate time like letting them know ahead of time of hey we probably are going to plan to do this and you know we know it probably violates our partnership but you know we want to get this out for everybody when even we can't should they have let nato know yeah yeah they should have let them know i will i'll give them that they should have at least gave them more of an advance uh, acknowledgement of what they were going to probably do who instead of this in the span of 30 minutes, you know, just, instead of just the span of 30 minutes, they should have at least let the people, uh, know what they were planning to do, and, you know, it, it, and here's the, another, here's the other question, is it going to hurt Universal's partnership with the movie theaters with NATO? No, no, I don't think it will. I think if anything, if anything, ladies and gentlemen, I think, the theaters, the movie, the, the National Association of Movie of Theater Owners. I think, honestly, they're gonna want to bounce back from this I can, this whole situation right, right now that we're currently in so desperately that they will, that they will be willing, in my opinion, to, uh, for, you know, forgive Universal, like you know, the president in charge of of NATO. Uh, the National Association of Theater Owners. He may say they won't forget it. But guess what? They'll forg- they won't They will forget, but they will forgive. They'll be like, okay. Universal here. Here's a slap on the wrist. Don't ever do something like this again. That's what they'll do. It's like they won't forget it, but they'll give Universal a slap on the wrist. And that's it. And maybe even a fine. Who knows? But um, that's what I see. Because they're going to want enough movies in there to bounce back economically themselves. Not just do a stimulus bill and all that, but they want something more. And if it's willing to forgive, slap forgive Universal, slap them on the wrist, give them the wave of the finger, and say, "Don't ever do this again. Don't be a bad boy anymore." They'll do it. They will do it. So, um, again, do I agree that Universal should have done it correctly? Should have approached the situation more um, respectfully or more? Um, more appropriately, yeah. But I think universal, I think whoever made the decision is looking at it like this. There's a lot of people that are gonna have their kids out now because of what's going on. And whether the kids, like let's say with Elk Grove um, outside of Sacramento is doing right now, which is what plan planning to do, and that's have the kids go back to school online. Um, you know, unless, you know, school plans to, you know, school districts plan to do that, Universal is looking at the fact that, hey, these parents are going to have their kids home. We might as well just give them something in return to keep their kids busy and out of the parents' hair. That's basically why Trolls World Tour is being released the way it is. It's being released to keep kids out of the parents' hair, where the parents take care of stuff like clean the house, you know, make phone calls, go online, make phone, like I say, make phone calls or go online to pay bills, rent, whatever. It'll keep them busy and out of the parents' hair. So... That's why Universal's probably doing it as well they realize hey, you know we got to put ourselves in the parents' shoes and i'm I guarantee you the person that made the call for this to happen on universal's behalf is a the parent themselves, and they probably realize what's gonna happen so so um that's just that's just my thought on it guys I think honestly in the end um uh, the National Association of Theater Owners, NATO, they're going to just not forgive, but they're going to do the slap on the wrist, wave the finger thing at Universal for what they did because they're going to want movies in the theaters. That's what I think. So, but let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below. Oh, and thank you for watching. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, it's about uh, 8, 14 in the morning Pacific time. I wanted to come on here and uncut, unscripted on the fly, give you my thoughts on um, this whole situation with uh, Diamond Comics. Now, in case you guys don't know, Diamond Comics is a main distributor of a lot of comic books across many major and independent and minor publishers or publications, and uh, they made the announcement that until this whole situation that we're currently in blows over, which I believe is going to be a lot sooner than expected, they are going to cease operations until at least it looks like around the summertime, which would mainly be around June, most likely July. Uh, which means any uh, new comics, individual comics, if you will, issues that were going to be sold physically uh, will not be released. They will not be pub- they will not be distributed. Uh, to various comic book retailers across the land. That includes places like um, the comic book shops in New York, because of currently what they're going through here in California. Comic book shops like in Denver, like Mile High, and, and many others. They will not be getting any new supply. Now, there will be new issues coming out, I think, in April. That's the thing. But afterwards, they will not be taking any orders uh... for the newest stuff, they would be out in may you know they're not going to be uh... doing that instead they're going to hold off until, like i said um, an indefinite period and right now from what i can read between the lines that indefinite period is going to be between uh... the summertime, which is like around june and july as a matter of fact uh... chris riel of idw came out and said that between May 6th and the 28th of May, that things are going to be held off. Things are going to be pushed back. So anything that you are hoping to see is not going to be seen until later on. Now, he did say that there are exceptions, I think. I think he did say that there are exceptions to special event comics, I don't know if that means crossovers or anything Oh, that if that includes crossovers because the one crossover a lot of fans have been looking forward to is this one of Transformers and My Little Pony in the crossover Friendship in Disguise. Now, if that does get pushed back, the most likely scenario, in my opinion, would be around June or July. And, um... I think that would be great. Now they could push it back even further to maybe even the time of the graphic novel, but I think with a lot of news going around lately about what's going to be happening economically, I mean Trump, as I said in a previous video, um, basically uh, said, "Hey, you know, I want to get the economy, I want to get the country back up and running economically, and so and such." You know, by at least Easter, you know, he wants to get it up and going by then. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out. You know, there's even headlines saying that the U.S., like today, the U.S. Uh, has been acknowledged as one of the countries out there that's really at, at a quick pace, um, really just shown that they are prepared for this. Like they're doing, you know, going out there and doing things, you know. You know, right off the bat, even though we're lacking supplies and everything in certain areas, it's like we are at the forefront to get this done. We're getting it done as quickly as possible. Uh, the other good news is finally both Democrats and Republican parties have agreed to pass, as and vote, most positively we're hoping, if not have already, on a $2 trillion, or if not $3 trillion, if not more so, stimulus package for everyone here in America. That includes individuals, families, small and big businesses. You know, you know, what not. Now, sp- now, I say small businesses and I bring this up because that's kind of what Diamond Comics is like. I mean, they're not a big, big major business. But they are a relatively good sized business as being a distributor. So, by having this announced announcement made and this bill the stimulus package coming into uh, realization very soon if not sooner than we expect I think Diamond Comics is going to come out I think the president of Diamond Comics is going to come out and basically make the announcement that okay the stimulus package is going to help us you guys can reopen if you choose to that's what I'm thinking so I so my my uh, my point of view on this is I think the whole comic book situation is going to be okay. You know, I, I've heard what other people have said, like, you know, Clownfish TV, and I all do respect to them because they can be very opinionated, if not right on the money, with the very opinionated um, thoughts. Um, and, they, and they know a lot of people on the inside of the of, of the business, um, mostly Disney and whatnot. Um, but I, I've heard what they've said. I've said. I heard what Neon ha- has said about you know this being the nail in the coffin of the, the comic book business and the comic book industry. I think basically it's because of the fact that he looks at the... I, I In my opinion, and Neon, if you're watching, it's all due respect, man. I said this with all due respect. I think he's looking more at the fact that people are gravitating more towards the digital perspective of comics instead of the physical. And by doing so, that's going to eliminate... You know the need of comic book shops and everything and retailers if everybody's just gonna go digital and you know he has a right and you know he has a right to his opinion because one of the more because uh, one of the more um, ways you can uh, one of the more ways you have access to new comics and material is through various apps you know Amazon IDW you know comicology which is owned by Amazon uh, DC Universe, you name it, you have these, um, you know, you have these um, other options to get these new issues, so, so, you know, I can see where he's coming from, it's the same way, you know, people like John Campy, or the John Campy show, or John Campa, uh, or the John Campa show, uh, basically, feels about you know physical media like Blu-ray and DVD and CDs and all that. Uh, basically, he's saying, look, you know Blu-ray and you know and DVD and 4K Ultra Blu-ray, whatever, they're going away. They're dying out, and everybody's focused more on streaming, more on digital. And again, he has a right to his opinion, and he he has he works in the business, so he has a m- more so he definitely has a, a stronger right to his opinion because from a... In, from someone that's worked in the business, he can kind of see something like that happening. But um, honestly, I don't think any of the physical stuff is going to be going away anytime soon. What they're doing, both you know, Neon and John, what they're doing in their own individual uh, podcasts and shows and videos, is they're just giving their opinion of how they see things progressing. Like they Because pro- like, like, here's the thing. I truly think and believe that they feel that the physical media of things from you know, comic books and movies and all that, you know, they're still going to be around, but as time progresses, they're going to start to slowly fade out. Like, before you know it, you're going to go to a, a place like Walmart, where I work, and instead of seeing a physical copy of, let's say, uh, Birds of Prey, you're going to see this little card that we, that is now being sold anyway, that's basically good for either a 4K um, streaming, Blu-ray streaming, or whatever. That that's basically what you're going to get, it, and well, ba- basically that's what you're going to end up ge- having to get instead of a physical copy, and that's what John's talking about. And again, I can see where he's coming from, I can see where Neon's coming from, but right now I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. Basically, what this because I think what they're saying mostly is because of the economic um, situation we could be in if not for the stimulus bill or package. That without the right finances or enough finances behind them, you know, you know, physical retailers of comic books could be gone. And I just, I just don't think, I just don't see that happening. I mean, right now, what I see mostly, and I said this in my other video, is people getting mixed signals. They don't know who to believe, what's going on. They're not getting a straight answer. so that's what's confusing them. But as, far as IDW, but as far as the comic book um, general is concerned, the physical media of it, I don't think it's going to be going away anytime soon because the president of Diamond Comics did implore a lot of people to go out and support their local retail uh, comic book shops. And there are a lot of retail comic book shops that are still open amidst this whole situation that we're currently in. Some even in the hardest hit areas... Um, Uh, Around them, even if the state is not fully on, you know, watch or whatever you want to call it, lockdown, whatever, you know, they still have comic book shops that are still open, even in areas that have reported, you know, new cases once in a while, every now and then. You know, here in California and in New York, I guarantee this comic book shop's open, but, but they're doing what they can to a heed to the to the rules, like they're doing drive-by service, they're, do, they're doing pickup service, or if they're keeping open, open by trying to say, hey, we are kind of essential, trying to work around that. They're basically um, allowing only a certain amount of people uh, to you know to get into the store. Like instead of like fifty or twenty-five people, oh, we can only do five or ten, and that's it. So. And we need you to, and they probably are going to say, hey, we just need five or ten in here right now because of what's going on. And please, can you space out so there's no, like, you know, compromise? Again, that's just an opinion of how I, that's just my opinion of what I see. Like, I can, of what I can probably believe going on. That there are comic book shops across the nation that are doing that. Whether the areas are hit, the states, whether the states, uh, regions of the states are really hit hard of what's going on or not. You know, I could see that going on because they want to try to make some kind of a, uh, you know, a a buck here and there. So I see comic book shops still being around. And this is what the president of Diamond Comics was saying. He's saying, look, if you can go out and support these local uh, businesses, it'd be great. We would be really grateful if you did this, you know, and went out and buy the physical copies. Um, There is reports going around. There is now... With this uh, announcement, a lot of comic book publications, like I said, IDW and such, are coming out and working around that by saying, okay, for the time being, we'll waive the non-fee returnable stuff. If you don't like your thing, you just go ahead and return them, no problem. Stuff like that. And, oh, oh, by the way, if you still want to order, you can order, but you can only order certain back issues and back orders and graphic novels and all that. Because, like I said, the newer stuff is going to be kind of, in suspended animation, withheld, if you will, for at least a month and a half. Uh, again, the timeline looks like it's going to be around June, maybe mostly July. So we can see what they do. Ooh, uh, from there. But again, I don't think this is going to be the end. I think Diamond Comics is going to bounce. I think Diamond Comics they're going to reopen. They're going to they're going to reopen their business, reopen their distribution. You know, a lot of comic book retailers, t- retailers, depending on how the size of their you know, store, they're going to be okay. Marvel, DC, IDW, they're going to be fine. Uh, But the only, and, you know, like I said, Marvel, DC, Archie, IDW, Vertigo, and all of them, they're going to be fine. The only downside is a lot of the newest issues, especially the issues that are conclusions to certain story arcs, like Sonic Zombot, like the Zombot arc, the zombie robot arc, or whatever you want to call it. The Zombot arc uh, is in the procs is in the current progress of being um, basically concluded, and one of the issues, I think, because I think this whole thing started around 26, 27, 22 of the issues, or at least one of them, um, is going to be held off. I think twenty eight or twenty nine was supposed to conclude it, so yeah, they're going to have to wait another additional month, and there's a lot of people of. The Sonic fan base that, well, one never liked the move to IDW because you know, like, where's the Freedom Fighters? Where's Sally? Where's Bunny? Where's Antoine and all that? Even though this guy's, even though the guy that's main, the main writer, mainly associated with the IDW book, as a from a writing perspective, said, "Oh yeah, we're going to try to get them in. We haven't seen them yet." Um. the The point, the point is, folks, that uh, that that story arc is going to be held up at least another month or two. Uh, from concluding before they get into new stuff. And a lot of people pretty much feel the same way that you know Neon does about the comic book industry. Like, this could be the nail in the coffin of the IDW Sonic book, because from when it started, it started off great, profitably, but now it's dropped off to the point that IDW should just... To them, IDW should just cut the losses and let Sonic go to someone else. Maybe go back to Archie, who knows. Um, but again, it's not the only one. Like I said, you know, you got this crossover is going to be held up for about a month or two, so it's going to be a really, really interesting time if you're a comic book fan, but um, yeah, it all, it all depends, but yeah, I think it just, um, I think we're just kind of, as I say in a lot of my videos and podcasts or whatever you want to call them, we'll just have to wait and see and uh, go from there, but I think honestly we're going to be okay. I think, I think honestly as a comic book As a general, and as an industry, a business overall, you know, I think, um, I think comic books are going to be, I think, I think everything's going to be okay. I think retailers are going to be okay. I think publications are going to be okay. I think they're going to be fine. Again, I think when it comes to guys like Neon uh, of Clownfish TV and John of the John Campa show, Uh, They're just giving their opinions of what they see possibly taking place, not now, but in the future, like in a few years, what the impact could be. So that's really what's that's really what I think they see happening, and that's why they're talking about it right now. So, Uh, but anyway, though, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below. What do you think? How do you? What do you think of this whole situation right now? And what do you? And do you think? Do you think this will have a positive or negative impact act in the future? Let me know down below, comment if you like. I am out. Hey guys, you know, with the fact that a lot of fan conventions, if not official conventions and stuff, are either being postponed to later in the year or cancelled until next year. The question is, if something like this was to arise again, which it won't, by the grace of God, it will not. How do you think a lot of conventions, that like that, like let's say TF Con, which is a fan-based convention out of Florida, or Babs Con? which is a convention here in the Bay Area in California. TFCon, which is, of course, short for TransformersCon, is a fan convention in Florida, mostly around the Miami area, I think. And BabsCon, which is short for Bay Area Brony Spectacular, or would have been known as BabsCon and Beyond this year. Um, Do you think a lot of these conventions, in my opinion, should take an alternative approach if something, again, which it won't, by the grace of God it won't, but if something like this was to happen again. Do you think they should take alternative measures, or come up with an alternative backup plan? Honestly, in my opinion, I think they should. I think they should come up with an alternative backup plan. Here's what I mean. One thing I've noticed uh, on Twitter and various other social sites is, people are going, you know, you go on Facebook, you read about this, you click on it, and it takes you to the place, hopefully it's not a trick, if you know what I mean, you know, um, but usually, you know, you have, like, InsideTheMagic.net, uh, over the past few days has talked about, oh, you click on here, you go take a virtual tour of Animal Kingdom, or you take a virtual ride on Space Mountain, or something like that, um, You know, I've noticed a lot of places are doing this to kind of give people, even though they're at home, an experience of what they would see in person. And one of the things I did notice online over the past uh, week or so was something called HomeCon. And I think this is something done by the MLP fan base, maybe along with other fan bases, that allow uh, people to be able to attend a convention you know, centered around a favorite franchise or franchises, and be able to interact through a Discord server, video chat, Skype, whatever you want to call it, kind of way. So at least it makes them feel like, hey, we're part of something. So the question is, when you take a look at something like Bay Area Brony Spectacular, BabsCon, or TFCon, Transformers Con, and other things like Winnie City. Um, HasCon, which I don't know if that happens this year or not, Um, you know, another, you know, local or somewhat national or well-renowned conventions, fan base or semi-official, if not official, do you think they should go that route of, hey, you know, we have the internet, we have Discord servers, we have things like Skype and FaceTime and all that, Do you think maybe that should be the next step? Like that should be the alternative in case, again, something like this, by the grace of God, it won't. Uh, But if something like this, again, was to take place or was to occur, do you think maybe that should be an alternative? And honestly, my opinion, I think it can be. Because you take a look at the fact that you have a lot of schools across the nation here in California, New York, Texas, you name it uh that are basically trying to get their kids to go back to school they don't want their kids to go uh go a year go without finishing the school year in some capacity like some will say okay you know what the school year is going to end in a month or so let's just pass all of you and you know you get a second Second chance, you know, next year in your new new grade that you're going to be in that you've miraculously got to, especially if, let's say, that student's not doing so well as he or she should. But anyway, like I said, you know, you have a lot of school districts across the country that are going in the route, even universities, they're going the route of um, of doing this to where kids will go online face-to-face with their teachers or professors, and and they will finish their education for the year, maybe even have a chance to graduate, even if it's virtual. Um, so, again, the quest, the question is asked, is that a possibility for conventions? And I think, honestly, it can be. I think if organized correctly, done correctly, it could be something that they could look into that's something that they could actually explore and um have fun with i think it could be something that they would love to do Ooh, because again by the grace of god something like this will not happen again but if something was to happen in a, like but if something was to happen again like i said by the grace of god it won't I believe this could be an alternative. I think BabsCon could continue or could could still continue and move along as scheduled, but they would just be doing it by virtual, uh, you know, computer and all that, you know, like, you know, anybody that's attending or was scheduled to attend as a get, you know, just as a guest to meet and greet. Um, go to certain, you know, uh, panels and all that, best solution, give them a code to get in, and then they become part of that Skype or that FaceTime group, group, audience, if you will, that was going to originally be, you know, at the convention to do Q&A or hear stories from the cast and crew of of a show or the writers and staff behind a comic. So, I think honestly, yeah. I think again, honestly, I think this would be the next best thing, you know. Especially again, if something like this, and by the grace of God, I know I say it a lot, odd, but it's, it's in, it is indeed true. By the grace of God, this ain't gonna happen again. This is kind of a situation, but if it was, you know, this could be something that um, would be an option, and I think a very good option, you know. You could give those that bought tickets, bought passes and all that, you can give them, like I said, you can give them code words and all that, that only they can utilize to get in as if they were really attending the thing in person. So I think, yeah, I, I truly believe, I think and believe, yeah, something like this could be a great alternative, that this could be the next step for conventions. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of people talk about, oh, uh... You know, digital is the next thing over digital and streaming and, and all that is the next thing. It's going to be the next thing that, you know, puts physical media like comics and all that out the pasture, which it won't because that'll be years from now if it does. And I mean many years. But this year could be something that could really help not put convention, physical in-person conventions out the pasture, but could be something that helps elevate them, make them better than ever, especially, If things are beyond people's controls, that would cause the conventions to be, the conventions um, existence for that year to be in doubt. So, but I think honestly something like this could work. I think if something like this was implemented, if something like this had been implemented today, this year, or long ago, I think conventions like BabsCon and TFCon, I think they would have gone on without a hitch. But it would just be the fact that those that would have been attending or would have been guests of honor or guest panelists would be doing it in the comfort of their own home. And again, maybe with a code or a password given to the attendees, that's how they attend. So but I think honestly, yeah, I think going online, doing basically a virtual kind of situation, face to face kind of thing, I think could really work. Because, again, you take a look at the fact that school's going to be doing that now. You know, try to help the students students uh, finish the school year, whether it's public schools or universities or small colleges. I think this could be something else. I think this could be something that would work in that favor as well. So, if done correctly. So, um, I don't know what that was. I do apologize. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think, honestly, something like this could work. I think, honestly, something like this could work, and it could definitely be something uh, beneficial. I really do. So, um, But, yeah, I, I mean, again, you take a look at the fact that a lot of schools, universities, colleges are going in that direction. Why not conventions? And, and, and again, just in case something happens that's beyond the control that either possibly... Uh, threatens a cancellation or postponement but you don't want to do any of those you want to keep it the way it is there you go so but that's that's really just about all i'm going to say on that though but what do you guys think Do you think that could be an option let me know down below talk to you later hey guys thank you all for watching the topics on my mind the special edition which is individualized and edited together the edited together one which is going to be a long one is going to be viewable here on the youtube as well as on as well as listenable through the various podcast locations like TuneIn, iheart spotify you name it um so you'll be able to listen to it as a whole individual wise like this individual clips those are only going to be seen here on youtube so let me know what you so again thank you guys for watching and listening And I will talk to you all later. God bless. Take care.